Autumn came late to the southern borderlands of the realm. Dry, rank patches of grass on either side of the road bore signs of frost, and meadows that a month earlier were hock-deep in fragrant clover and wildflowers had been turned into a grayish waste. North of the road, scrubby brush edged a burned-out forest. South, a distant copse of trees marked a source of water, most likely a stream. A few bright red or yellow leaves fluttered in the light breeze, but most were gone, leaving pale branches to stand out sharply against the clear morning sky or the thick fir woods beyond them. The sun, barely risen, cast long shadows and shone straight in the eyes of the small company of armed men who rode guard on three covered carts. The six horsemen wore mail and swords, and strong bows lay across several saddle bows. Early light glinted red on a sheaf of iron-tipped boar spears, clutched by a gray-bearded man seated next to the driver of the lead cart. He, like the riders, gazed all around, his eyes never still, keeping tense watch. Keen-eyed guards rode behind the last wagon, and the four saddled and bridled horses tied to it. Aside from the clop of hooves on the dusty road, the occasional creak of leather or wheels, it was very quiet. The lead horseman swore under his breath as sun struck him full in the eyes. He adjusted the brim of his leather cap and edged his mount nearer his companion, a man much younger but like enough to be his brother. Hand me that bull, Bloris, and fix your hat, he ordered tersely. Rotten watch you'll keep with your eyes full of sunfire. Bloris nodded and complied with the order, shoving loose bits of red-gold hair off his brow and under the chainmail coif. He reached for the bow, then froze. The leader held his breath, listened intently, but heard nothing except horses and wagons. Gone quiet out there, Jerdren, the youth murmured. Too quiet. And there was a hawk took flight from that dead tree under, near the bend. I don't think we're what startled it. Jerdrin nodded and glanced around. Nothing and no one visible. Ambush, you think? He kept his voice low. The horses slowed to a walk, and the wagon drivers eased back to stay in place behind them. The four mercenaries Jerdrin had hired days earlier were right where they belonged, two flanking the wagons, two at the rear. Not much of any place to hide along the road this near the keep. Bloris replied. He glanced at the blackened trunks and fallen trees to his left. The keep's men kept trees and brush cleared back from the road. South, there was no cover this side of the distant stream. There, he indicated ahead with his chin. I'm thinking, just around the bend ahead. True. Big rocks up there, as I remember. I smell a trap, Lord. You back down and pass the word, casual and quiet-like. No sense tipping our hand, is there? His brother gave him a sardonic grin. I know how it's done, Jers, but I'm staying right with you unless you swear not to charge out on your own. Ha! Jerdrin grinned. You think I'm damned fool enough to ride into a herd of thieves by myself? The younger man rolled his eyes. Anyway, this near the keep. It's more like your hawks found something to...
A resonant hum interrupted him. He threw himself sideways, flat against the horse's neck, as a long, black-fletched arrow whined through the air and buried itself in the first wagon. The driver shouted in surprise and dragged back hard on the reins, pulling the horses and the cart off balance briefly. His companion readied one of his thick-hafted spears for throwing and came partway upright. "'Stay down!' Bloris ordered sharply. He fitted an arrow to his string and shook the quiver resting by his knee, making certain the other shafts would slip out easily. "'Nice of him to warn us,' he said. "'Nice! Stupid, I'd say!' Jerdrin said tersely and slid his sword under his leg, leaving both hands free for his bow. "'Let's hope our hide merchants remember what I told them to do if we jumped.'